Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 1994 comedy horror Tammy and the T-Rex The Gore Cut. Starring Denise Richards and Paul Walker, where an evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a murdered high school student, into a Tyrannosaurus. He escapes, wreaking vengeance on his high school tormentors, and is reunited with his sweetheart, Tammy. We always love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email, or check us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. So, on to Tammy and the T-Rex. Recently, we reviewed Velocipasta, another dinosaur swap. And a complaint I got from both of you with that film was that you didn't get to see enough of the dinosaur and that the comedy horror tone was inconsistent. (laughs) Did this film succeed where Velocipasta failed in your eyes? Did we say that it's because we didn't see enough of the dinosaur or the dinosaur looked like a lump of clay? Like- the, dinosaur, the dinosaur was one of those blow up. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, it was like a cheap Halloween costume. Okay. Did this one succeed where the other one failed? I'm going to say yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie was I- so insane. I have no idea what what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Paul, Paul, was it better than Velocipasta? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I have to say I really enjoyed Velocipasta. Like What I is was, it like what- top three on yours? It's not top three, but it is in the top half of my list. I will defend that that movie to my dying days. Uh, but I have to say, I really enjoyed this as well. I thought this was also like crazy and fun. Yeah, and, yeah. and see that I didn't, I didn't get down with Velocipasta, but I thought this was like just so insane and crazy that it, it even had like the same joke in it. Like uh, there's a there's a scene where like the the Tyrannosaurus crushes some people underneath a car, and the police rock up and they're like, "Get an ambulance." <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, it was like it was just so crazy that it worked, and the fact that it has Denise Richards and Paul Walker in it just makes it even more like red. Yeah, so a uh, <laughs> bit of context for our listeners is that uh, this film was originally shot in the form that we watched it for the review, with lots of gore and violence, but then the studio decided to cut it down to a PG version and release it to try to 
appeal to family audiences <laughs> and um it didn't go over well obviously Paul, Paul, um, what's the runtime on the on the pg version because there's so much violence and sexualization and homophobia in this i'm yeah, not sure where they could cut it it would have been a bit light on wouldn't it and it would have like not made sense i imagine like i thought at, this would at be all ch- this is hard chunk, enough to make sense of the story <laughs> yeah i know right i feel like they must have used alternate cuts or something because the runtime on the on the pg version is only a few minutes difference from this one yeah, so. right. does it have like a three minute strip tease with denise richards at the end still? <laughs> well in the end <laughs> like- of the day <laughs> I I think you could actually have that strip tease in a PG movie though, because you didn't take everything off. You could so technically year, get away with it. What year was this made? Nineteen ninety four. So this is right. a year after, uh, yeah, a year after Jurassic Park. Oh my god, this is just like you can't tell me that. Um, <laughs> um, but you know the way like censorship used to be really odd. Like, have you seen mm-hmm. Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. So, I don't know mm. what year that movie was made. I think, was it late 80s or? No, that was like 95, I think. Okay, so after this. Yeah. And it's got like quite a low rating, but like you see boobs and there's like full on swears, like mm-hmm. very different um, guidelines, I feel. <laughs> but I just have so many questions about this movie. <laughs> so, do the plot and then I need to just ask a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the movie starts with uh paul walker his michael he's this like football player jock at his school and he is trying to woo this girl tammy and they obviously have a real connection and she <laughs> loves him but her ex-boyfriend is this guy billy who's just got out of prison and he feels like he owns tammy and he doesn't and want like, anyone <laughs> like how do you have a boyfriend this out of jail when you're in high school i don't yeah okay <laughs> what was it was it byron said like she's made some bad decisions <laughs> it's like how old is this guy supposed to be that he's been in jail and gotten out and like, gotten out yeah. yeah especially when he's literally killing people like <laughs> yeah <laughs> And like he has a everyone, all the main characters have restraining orders against him. He's not allowed within twenty feet of the school as well. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, so one day he's hanging around with Tammy, and then Billy comes and he like cracks the shits, and they beat each other up. And no way, they have a dick crushing contest. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the punching turns into them both grabbing each other's crutches and refusing to let go. <laughs> Even when but the police get involved. Paul Walker had a cup in because he come from football practice or whatever. So yeah. he didn't hurt his dick as bad. <laughs> Sure. That that's how we know he's a clever main character. Um <laughs> yeah. so uh then after that fight Billy's like you know you're you're fucked now Paul Walker I will kill you. <laughs> that that's it you're marked for murder for talking to my girlfriend. I love um, the way as well Denise's Richard Denise Richards um cry of like leave me alone or like go away it was like Zero to a hundred. It was so out of control. It's like she had given no direction. <laughs> so she's just like, Billy, leave me alone! Like, she's like, 
It's so bad. It's amazing. And then when she runs off and she's like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, did she think she was being serious? I really can't work it out. Yeah, that's what I like. The the casting of this movie, I feel like Denise Richards has like this mysterious tone where I'm like, does she know it's a joke or does she think it's legit? And it's like this perfect line she waves where I actually think she's perfect in this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This this might be her best role ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, then uh, later that night, Denise Richards is like crying in bed and she decides to call Paul call Paul Walker and the conversation is amazing because she's like what are you up to and he's like uh you know just lying in my bed and then it's just like silent for a bit yeah and then she's like I want you to come over and then like he immediately like perks up he's like okay yes of course (laughs) (laughs) and then um he like uh, quickly puts his clothes on, gets a condom out of his drawer, and kisses it. <laughs> then- <laughs> You'll be on my dick soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, comes over. Uh, he gets to her house and he climbs into a window. But as he's climbing into his- into her window, some of Billy the bully's friends are driving past and they see him. So they decide to tell Billy that Paul Walker has gone to Denise Richards' house. So um, <laughs> Paul Walker, Denise Richards are making out, and then all of a sudden Billy shows up with, like, all his goons, and they, like, storm the house. Paul Walker runs out, but they catch up with him, shove him into his boot, and they decide, what are we going to do to Paul Walker? And the s- super <laughs> normal decision they come to is break into a wild animal preserve <laughs> and dump him in the middle of it, in the middle of, like, lions and tigers. Which and I just le- feel like is a real gamble. Like, maybe the lion wouldn't get him. Like, wait, wait, you've yeah. got him. Uh, why not put speed him up? Like, it seems really, we're going to take <laughs> you for a drive and then drop <laughs> but, you off. <laughs> but we're also going to drive into a wild, like, wild cat yeah. Um, area in convertible cars. Yeah. <laughs> There's, There's so many ways that Jaguars hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and why isn't there any security at this wild yeah. animal reserve as well? Yeah. Yeah. Why is a chain on a gate keeping wild animals at bay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Paul Walker gets horrifically mauled by this ty- <laughs> this lion, <laughs> which like that's a real ass lion that they used. I am sh- yeah. I was shocked that, that this film had that production value to it. Like that was a real guy getting mauled by that lion as well. So mm. I don't know how they did that, but um, <laughs> uh, cut to next day. Paul Walker's been rescued by a a game warden in the preserve and he's in hospital in a coma, but he's been attacked by a lion and his body is, there's not a scratch on it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, all it did was give him a coma. Look, I think that, yeah, right. I think that the producers knew like where their Britain spotted. They're like, we can't, we can't maim Paul Walker. He's too pretty. (laughs) <laughs> Until the next scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just Paul Walker just seems like such a bonehead in this. Like, yeah. uh, 
Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, Denise Richards and her... Oh, I forgot. She's got this gay bestie who is the most over-the-top, uh, stereotypical gay bestie of all time. Um, they... <laughs> I, uh, love, I love when we're introduced to him. Like, he's like, hey, how's it going, Paul? Or whatever the character's yeah. name is. <laughs> yeah, Michael, yeah. <laughs> and, and they are, like, laughing, like, so much at... Anything Byron has to say there. Oh, that gay Byron. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they rock up to the hospital and like, it looks like they rushed to the hospital, but Denise Richards is wearing the most complicated outfit. Yeah. It's like, it would have taken her half an hour to get ready. It includes this giant hat with like a bunch of grapes in the hat as well, which is horrific. Um, yeah. <laughs> And she's that. Uh, she starts fawning over Michael. I can't believe you're in a coma. Um, <laughs> and uh, then this scientist and his assistant rocks rocks up. Which I I forgot we where were introduced to earlier in the film that the scientist <laughs> has acquired this giant dinosaur T Rex. So this Robotic is where I need to just dinosaur. ask what. Is this like? <laughs> is it a dinosaur? Is it a robot? Like, I don't it, understand. It's a robot. It's a robot. It's, it's a giant robot of a T Rex. So that- why? Why would you make a robot com- like a robot dinosaur <laughs> and put a human brain in it? Like, just so- why a dinosaur? Like, so many questions. <laughs> why wouldn't you just keep? Con- I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it could it could have been a human body. It could have yes. been <laughs> it could have been any other sort of robot. And like, but it they sort of stupid because the dinosaur can't talk, but it's got a human brain. Like, what? It's just you're kind of like wasting. You're doing this crazy medical procedure. Why? I'm, <laughs> I like, yeah, you would have assumed the doctor, the doctor, the, the mad scientist would say something about, oh, we'll sell these to the military for. Yeah. Yeah, millions. But they're talking about like loved ones and uh, pets and stuff that you can bring back from the dead. That was like his game plan with this T Rex for some reason. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, he he's got this plan that he wants to create robots that people can put their brains into so that they can live forever. So he's decided the test subject is going to be getting a a random person and putting them in this animatronic. T-Rex. Um, so uh, he goes to the hospital, sees Paul Walker, sees that he's got no living relatives and that no one really cares about him. So he decides this is the guy I'm going to put in the T-Rex. So he steals Paul Walker's body, brings it back to the lab um, <laughs> in a hilarious scene, saws his scalp off to get to his brain. <laughs> And you know you can like see the moment where it like switches out, like it's actually Paul yeah. Walker, and then it's like the the dummy, the dummy. Yeah. It's like you, you see, it's like oh yeah, it's changed. There it is. Yeah. And there's obviously it's just the neck. It's like not even positioned correctly to look like it still has a body. It's just like this head hanging down. And for some reason, his two assistants is. This giant muscle man that only wa- walks around in a singlet. <laughs> yeah, like and, it looks like Dolph Lundgren or whatever his name is. Yeah, and yeah. this and, and the then creepy. A fem- then a fembot. 
Yeah, and a cre- the creepy little guy. Oh, the from, little guy. Yeah, yeah, from Children of the Corn. Yeah. <laughs> like, Malachi. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> um, so uh, they put the brain in the T-Rex and it works. And then they decide to just walk off for some reason. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they were saying that it needs to, like, calibrate or whatever. Like, it would take yeah. a while for it to s- whatever. Sure. But, again, like, if you invented this technology, I feel like people would probably be like, oh, I don't want to become a dinosaur. Like, I want to live forever as a human or, like, maybe mm-hmm. even, like, a dog or, you know? It's like, life's not going to be very good for me. I'm a big dinosaur. <laughs> I'm going to get in the way. I'm not going to be able to be indoors. Uh, just make. Makes no sense. <laughs> so then uh, Paul Walker wakes up in the dinosaur's body, decides <laughs> to uh, eat all the people at the lab. Yeah, so it's like it still has instincts of a dinosaur, but it's not a dinosaur? Uh, I don't know. I think he was in control of him, his instincts because he, uh, he, like, he didn't eat the pizza delivery guy, but he ate like the people that were mean to him. He was only he was only eating the people. It he was wanted a revenge to. plot. Yeah, yeah. it but wasn't I mean, like the velocipasta. That's, like, that's just like Paul Walker's. Just like oh, I'm just going to straight up murder these people now. Yeah, well, they yeah. straight up murdered him. Though. Murdered him. <laughs> I'm not Yeah, the fact that it escalated that he went to a party and found every single person he could and like murdered them all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Disproportionate to being put into an animatronic terror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How do you measure that ratio? I don't know. No, I'm on Team Paul Walker here because. It literally I mean, all, so alive, but. all the all the people that he murdered at the party literally left him to get mauled by lions, and all the people that all the people that uh, he murdered at the lab stole him from a hospital, cut him open while he was still alive, like still conscious, and yeah, like, they took knocked out him out brain. by punching him. <laughs> <laughs> and put his brain in an animatronic dinosaur. I think that there's any grounds to go on a killing spree. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> so uh, bizarre. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, yeah, he goes around, he kills all the people that bullied him, um, but he wants to reconnect Denise Richards. <laughs> so, first he uh, calls her on the phone, which is... One of the best sight gags oh I've seen God. in a yeah. long time. The dinosaur time. dialing a phone? Yes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and then checking for change. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he calls her, all he could do is make raw sounds. So, obviously, that doesn't work. So, then he goes to her house and takes her from the second story window and takes her to a barn. And then through a series of charade games, explains to her that it's Michael. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Michael Mike Michael's brain, brain? S- sounds like sounds like finger. <laughs> like <laughs> it takes her so long. <laughs> <laughs> And at the same time, she's like, oh, okay, you've got Michael's brain. Sure. Like, (laughs) no. It does take her a long time, but I have to say, if it was me, I don't think any amount of charades would get me to that conclusion, the right conclusion. Exactly. Kudos Kudos on Denise Richards. Yeah. (laughs) But he, he, the dinosaur somehow comes across a yellow rose and eats the yellow rose just like he did at the start of the film like <laughs> yeah, little, like, how would you how would you me. guys yeah. 
how would you how would you guys convince your significant others that you're in an animatronic dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's like a hundred annoying things I do that, um, you know, like I walk really loudly in my Ugg boots. Adrian would be like, maybe that's. <laughs> if if he dials a if he can dial a phone, I'm pretty sure he could use a pen, pen so. and paper. Or yeah, even just like scratch it in the dirt, like it's yeah. Michael, like with his finger. Yeah, but you, you, like you said, he can dial a phone, so it can do charades. How many movies do you think we'll ever see where an animatronic dinosaur <laughs> is doing charades? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I said about this film once it was over. I do always appreciate a film that shows me something I've never seen before. Okay, and you know the way, like, nine times out of ten or, like, 99 times out of 100, I don't like these. They're, they're, yeah. They're, this one, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> we were both saying I, we feel bad that, Lucy has to watch this by herself when we're in, like, a, a room full of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, then the the cops eventually, like, find uh, Tammy and the dinosaur and uh, have a shootout with it and end up sh- shooting the dinosaur to death. Oh, actually, sorry, I forgot the whole other plan. <laughs> There's a whole other sequence where... Um, Denise Richards and her gay bestie decide to steal uh, the di- uh, Michael, the dinosaur, take him to the morgue, and then look through the morgue and try to find a human body they can put the brain back into. Um, but the dinosaur can't go into the morgue, so it's like this whole sequence of them getting dead bodies and bringing them up to the window so that the dinosaur can either nod or shake his head to if that wants the body or not. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of a fashion montage where they're like, this this outfit, this outfit. This and body, the- this receptacle. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, they don't end up choosing one, so that entire sequence is nothing, but I very much appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but then after that, yeah, the, the cops chase him down. They go into a shootout. They shoot, um, they shoot him to death. Uh, but then like straight cuts to like a month later and Tammy's like excitedly going up to her bedroom and we see that she now has his brain in like a A bowl, a bowl, a bowl next to a computer that's also connected to a a 90s handy cam. (laughs) And uh, through this, he can see her and she can talk to him and she does a sexy strip tease for him. And that's the end of the movie. And she also just like pours whiskey on the brain. She's like, have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) And and, like he straight up like has an orgasm watching her. He's like, oh, yes. And like sparks Sparks fly fly off the brain. (laughs) I, I. The last thing I wrote was, that's the end? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, that was the most far out thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (sighs) And and, and if you were Denise Richards, (laughs) (laughs) would you just live in fear every day of that video of her doing that striptease resurfacing? (laughs) Just like, if somebody puts this on YouTube, like, it is over for me. Are you talking about Denise Richards, the actress, or Denise Richards, the character? The actress. 
<laughs> like it's so stupid and the, the like motivation behind it, it even she looks confused like what is this what am i doing and it just keeps going and it's not very sexy and the outfit i just yeah i would just yeah every day when i was drifting off to sleep i'd be like oh god i did that i straight up reject that concept of Denise Richards being ashamed of this beyond every other part of her career, especially in the last After few the years. Christmas she, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Plus, she is li- literally on a main character on Bold and the Beautiful now. Oh, my she, God. Wow. Yeah. And they are straight out, because of coronavirus, straight out making out with mannequins in the in the show. And As the in most, the people? Or? Yes. Yeah. And it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. You need to send me a super <laughs> that, that. instantly. I need to see that. That's... Uh, but yeah, I, I think she would look fondly on this, like a simpler time. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, where to begin with this film? Like, I, I made so many notes that I've actually gone through and highlighted the things that I want to talk about because there's so many things I don't want to miss anything. I was I was a bit concerned at the beginning of this film because it starts with um Denise Richards having like a sexy dance class at school, which is exactly how De- Dream a Little Dream yes. started as yeah. well. <laughs> um, at le- this time it was to a, a dinosaur song. Like, yeah, it, were, was that like written for this movie? It's got to be right. It, it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. straight up banger. <laughs> I also love the way, yeah, apparently early 90s, 80s dance practice at school was like very raunchy and that was fine. <laughs> was like, it though? Everyone or was, it was just also a- like 30 as well. But she's basically wearing like a bra. <laughs> yeah. And her, boy- her boyfriend's just watching her and she's able like, to sit in and just go, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know if any of our listeners were like growing up. In this time period, where they were in like late high school in the in the eighties or nineties, were sexy school dance classes a thing, or is this just a Hollywood invention? Paul, do you think grown ass people are listening to this podcast? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think everybody listens to this podcast. <laughs> All right, so go through some of, some of the things you wanted to cover, Lucy. Oh, God, I just don't even know where to start. I love the way, like, the bad guys, mm-hmm. they're not your typical, like, jock crew who, like, beat up on the, like, nerdy guys. They're, like, straight-up criminal. They're, like, out <laughs> of the warriors, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, jail, murder. <laughs> like, it's a... It was a lot. And you just wonder, like, what brought Denise Richards' character and this guy together? Like, is he the same age? Did he go to school with him? What's his backstory? <laughs> uh, well, guess we'll never know. <laughs> um, and- Although I feel like this this is able to have a sequel. Like, if you wanted to get the cast together, I think that's pretty possible for the most part. Uh, yeah, except for one glaring exception. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I did uh, really enjoy is when Paul Walker 
sneaks into Denise Richards' room to make out with her and he like knocks everything over and then she knocks everything over and it's just like <laughs> this complete disaster. And yeah. they're making so much noise. And then the dad rings her up from the from the bottom level. It's like, what's going on? And she's like, ah, oh, I was just studying and I knocked my dictionary over. It's like the most <laughs> <laughs> worst sure. excuse yeah. ever. Yeah. Um and the the acting was so the script felt very like a porn parody <laughs> yeah and he uh paul walker just he just seemed like so stupid that it was beautiful like he was just like yeah yep cool okay like he just next level and they were both so green they're just so fresh like yeah what i found incredibly unsatisfying the father when he comes in what, what's the name of the villain what's the bad kid Bill- billy Billy. Billy. When Billy comes to their house, he just opens the door and lets this kid and his gang barge through up to yes. his daughter's bedroom. Yes. <laughs> just, and is like, hey, uh, wait a second. Yeah. But yeah, just completely lets him go up there and have a little conversation. And it's like, like this is a very dangerous person. person. Like, yes. This is very bad that this man is in your house. Call the police. Hold him back. <laughs> yes. Um, and also just on the topic of Billy, when Billy's having sex with that girl in the car and she's <laughs> screaming because she can see the dinosaur. Yeah. And Billy thinks that she's like screaming out in ecstasy and he's going, yeah, I'm good, right? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot deal. <laughs> And uh, and uh, Michael like rips off her leg in that scene, and then uh, the the sheriff's assistants, these two like awful cops. Later, they when they uh, speaking to the sheriff, they're like, "Yeah, there's a girl, and she's uh, got her leg ripped off, but she's still hot." Like, <laughs> I love the way like. Sometimes the animatronics were quite impressive. Like they were, you know, they were pretty good. But then, like when the T Rex is dialing the phone, like it's definitely like a glove. <laughs> yeah, a glove, like phone, and like a sponge, and like just not good. Then there's terrible stop motion. Yeah, anytime the the dinosaur is walking, it looks horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So apparently, what happened was the producer of this film. Uh, one of his friends had access to this animatronic dinosaur before it was sent to a theme park. He's like, I've got this animatronic dinosaur for like a month. Can you write a script and we'll shoot a movie using this dinosaur while we still have it? And that's what that's he did. He like the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's like, like a perfect what? explanation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What better? It makes complete like, sense. Yeah. Exactly. I, all my questions are answered. Because yeah, my note said, Someone, this is like a student film. Someone was like, I have an apple orchard, I've got a dinosaur and a barn. What can we do? <laughs> and also, Paul, is like the thought of having access to an animatronic dinosaur for a month, like your idea of heaven. Ah, uh, yes, I would love to. Have <laughs> I might just put one permanently in my living room. Um, do you want to, do you want to talk about Byron? Like, <laughs> as, as a, Ref- gay representation or yeah 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 because i would say sat- yeah, yeah. go 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 <laughs> i i would say out of all the characters he was like actually my favorite and 
like was also the most sensible and was like actually a lead character in this film. Like basically, yeah. <laughs> he, it's, he, it's, he was he was like a gay servant to Denise Richards. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I, I I thought he was sort of okay. It's <laughs> it's that kind of conflicting thing where you you kind of want to give the films props for having gay representation at all because in 1994 that wasn't a thing that you could count on yeah but it is a very like poorly written character in terms of it's very stereotypical (laughs) they might may as well just have called this character diversity they're like let's put a gay black guy in there that that'll just cover all the bases (laughs) yeah and yeah he's and the the other characters are uh, uh, awful towards him. Yeah. Like if he walks in, he walks into the room at one point, and two characters are like, "Make sure you don't bend over." Yeah, terrible. And then, uh, and then at one other point, like a character's got to call him a faggot, and like stops his way half, uh, stops himself halfway through, and and says something else. Um, and there's lots of jokes like that through the whole film. But you're right, though. You're right, though, Brendan. It's like without him, Denise Richards wouldn't have got anything done. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really kept <laughs> yeah. the train on the tracks, didn't he? Yeah, despite <laughs> the fact that he was so stereotypical, he was still very likable. I and I I have to give him. He wasn't. He, yeah, he wasn't like a sex maniac, constantly like hitting on dudes and stuff like that. He was actually like the voice of reason for pretty much the whole film, but. And he was advocating for Paul Walker's brain to be put into the body of one of the female corpses as well, which I thought was very progressive. So you really have to give it to Denise Richards, like the scenes of her like having to like caress the dinosaur's face and like hug it and cry and be like, <laughs> "Oh, Michael!" Um, and I was so sure I'm like, "There's going to be a sex scene, isn't there? There's going to be some <laughs> kind of thing. Something's going to happen here." But well, that, that, there is some flaws like that to this film. That there wasn't. <laughs> I love though, because Denise Richards did seem so green, like yeah. so fresh, it, it, she really went all in. Like she was yeah. really giving those scenes her all, even though that was so stupid. <laughs> um, and that's what I feel like films like Velocipasta, they just didn't quite have it. It's like the people that were doing it were like too cool to really commit. Yeah, yeah. Like we're making fun of yeah. bad films. Yeah. Whereas this is like, like this we're... is a good gig for me. Like I'm gonna <laughs> It it still is crazy to me, like because watching the film, it feels like this old relic. It feels like something that maybe should have been made in like the early 80s, despite the yes. fact that the people that are in it. But if you think about, like, this was a year after Jurassic Park, you know? And look at, like, if you put those two films together, they do not feel like they're the same era in but any way. But they don't way. feel like they're on the same planet. Like, yeah. They, they, <laughs> yeah. But even, like, even the fashion in this film is just, like, so awful. Like, some of the outfits that Denise is in are uh, terrible. I disagree. No. Yeah, we, I didn't know if we were like, I was going to save that for hot or not. For hot I've got or not. a lot to talk about with Denise Richards. <laughs> Look, there are some on point outfits, I do agree, but there are a lot of terrible. But it's like, not even like, they're so bad that they're fucking amazing. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I loved looking at them. Yeah. But if anyone <laughs> actually, like, in nowadays, walked out of their house looking like that, people like, yeah, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I disagree again. But, uh, <laughs> how how we'll many how many girls have you seen wearing like a full length 
um, red velvet dress. That was to my a favorite. Funeral. With, to with a the, funeral. With the, with the, like, crucifix Chain belt. Chain belt, yeah. I, and she was awesome. wearing, like, a hat at the start. <laughs> yeah. She looked like they had picked up Blossom. And, like, <laughs> yeah, that was her, a Blossom. Put her into this funeral scene. It was, I was living for it. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a funeral. That's what she chose to wear to a funeral. Even though she knows her boyfriend's not really dead and that he's a dinosaur man. But there um, was some weird outfits at that funeral. There was like one girl with like a giant plaid plaid poncho like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if we're talking about outfits let's just put it out there talk about pirates no paul walker (laughs) in a belly shirt i'm here for it ah yeah see he pulled it off much better than kurt cameron did in like father like son and but i am happy that this is becoming a trend that we're seeing in multiple swap films like i'm all for it the male mid-triff tops like keep it coming so brendan have you ever had a dick grab fight with anyone Mm, just myself (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a great uh that's a great zinger to end on (laughs) we just found out yesterday we were not nominated for any australian podcast (laughs) awards i think that clip there that grab might be why I was going to say we should use that for our submission next year. <laughs> they don't like us, so they don't get out here. Yeah. Actually, do you know what we should do is like a 15-minute a, uh, rant about how shit the Australian <laughs> Podcast Awards are? No, you have to cut this all out. And no, no. I, well, like, you know, fuck them. I'm not cutting it out. And I think we should submit this as the next clip. <laughs> 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 Can we just go back to where Brendan wanted to talk about that guy's outfit, Byron's outfits, just do a simple time? No, no, Before no, no, the no. dick grab and before the ra- rant about the podcast awards that we do get nominated for? Nah, nah, that's it. I'm we are huge now. in Japan. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Japan. Where do we chart that's really weird? Um, uh, Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> We're the number one film podcast. We're the number podcast. one body swap podcast in Nicaragua. <laughs> you will respect me. <laughs> yeah, you will fuck- give me awards and accolades. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Australian podcast <laughs> <No>. awards. <laughs> Please, I'm <laughs> desperate for your approval. Please. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> I want a trophy so bad. Use that as the clip. For it. No <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, there was so many, like, you know, how to deal with the coronavirus being nominated. Like, how many of those discuss a movie where a T-Rex attends a man's funeral? Like, <laughs> I love the T-Rex is, like, hiding in the bushes at the funeral. It's like, you're a fucking Gigantic. dinosaur. And you nobody notices. hide anywhere. Also, answer me this, like, when they do get the dinosaur they like shoot it with tranquilizer but it's a robot like that doesn't make any sense that's why i don't understand what it is like (laughs) how can bullets kill it yes paul (laughs) yes riddle me that (laughs) i don't think the film has those answers i really don't (laughs) but it is a it is it the film establishes that it is a robot t-rex with a human body that we do know 
I can't explain why the bullets killed it or why tranquilizers work on it. Yeah. Like, if I shot a tranquilizer into my computer, it would probably break it, but, like, it wouldn't make it go to sleep. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so this was the gore edition of the film. Yes. What did you guys think of all the blood and gore? Did you did you think it added to the film? Oh, I love a good like man holding sausages as, 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 as entrails. Yeah, yeah. it's just like plainly like a meat tray from the butcher <laughs> with some fake blood on there, and that's like, see, I got mauled by a dinosaur. And also, who was that guy? Who's that weaselly guy? I know. Uh, yeah, he's been in heaps of stuff. Yeah, he's um. <laughs> Have you seen People Under the Stairs? He's like the main no. key in that. He's a main character in something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's like just someone. Yeah, he's a guy like hangs out on sets and always ends up in films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's been in everything. But yeah, okay. So like to, to that point of like the entrails looking terrible and, you know, this random story. <laughs> I I, I want to say that I appreciate the the attitude of like just get it done like um the fact that they had oh did you say a, so a month they wrote a script they shot this they like got cast they like mm-hmm. did all of this within a month i i respect that oh, i think completely it's yeah. yeah there's so many people like i meet so many people who are like artists who are like oh like oh money oh, yeah. this and, yeah like it, Sometimes you just got to do it and it's not going to be perfect, but Just get that lump of clay, mold it into a dinosaur, shoot some (laughs) stop motion scenes for the faraway bits for the dinosaur and just uh, cut print. Yeah. And it it really takes a man of talent to put these things together. The director of Mac and Me (laughs) and and Mannequin 2 on the move. Mannequin 2! Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, Lucy, I'm with eating. a cookie in your mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to start doing the... That's why I said, I'm just going to take a bite of this and you start talking straight away. <laughs> are they a tutor or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Damn. Everyone. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. All right, say, this could be a historic moment. Denise Richards as Tammy. Now, the last time that we did a hot or not on Denise Richards in Christmas Trade, uh, she got a knot. So, is this a redemption for Denise Richards? Is she Absolutely. now getting a hot? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was a sweet baby angel face, like amazing <laughs> 90s eyebrows, a crushed red velvet dress, <laughs> or a, um, uh, a white weird striptease outfit. She is like a major league babe in this. Yes, she she is stunning. I don't. I yeah. I would be very surprised if 
anyone could come out. I challenge out of this. a red blooded man uh, to yeah, a- Brendan. Like you know, this is this is the one time that we we appreciate a straight man's opinion. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like I said, like beautiful and all the outfits. Like the that that was my favorite. The red the red crushed velvet dress. That was great. Like and, and just peeping that she wore it to a funeral. Like bless her soul. <laughs> 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 and also she's just has that life that you know we were talking about her being like the cold dead eyes you know, crushed yeah, yeah. It, just nice to see her charlie sheen's dick will do that to you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she actually had emotions like she could cry and she could smile and she could laugh and she it's could like, caress yeah. a dinosaur's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Theo Fawcett as Byron, the uh, gay bestie. He was hot. I was going to say, I actually thought his outfits were really cool too. It was definitely of its time, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'd wear some of those suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he was hot. I would say he was hot and like a good guy. And, uh, you know, very rare for us on this show, he was an actual gay character so i would actually have a chance maybe <laughs> yeah actually hey how how many gay characters have we seen in swap films very I very I, few i can't think of any like uh have, it's have a boy girl any? thing had that character that everyone was homophobic towards were there some in that one you know when that person changed every day was that movie called every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> the bus couldn't slow down <laughs> um, uh with with this um it, I guess I could she, like yeah. she became gay because she's well I guess she became a pansexual by f- staying in love with him even though he was in multiple oh, genders. Oh, you can't become gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice. You think it's a choice? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, it is it's a very rare thing. So, you know, who would have thought Tammy and the T-Rex? So progressive. <laughs> uh, George Pilgrim as Billy, the bully. He reminded me a bit of the guy from Saved by the Bell. Like Screech. No. <laughs> no. Where's the camera? That one? Ah, oh, Mario Lopez. <laughs> no, he didn't. He doesn't, he doesn't look, look a thing like. He doesn't look like Mario Lopez. <laughs> he's not even, I'm he's not even Hispanic. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that cred. That's, grant me that. Okay. I don't know. I mean, he, he wore a lot of Like, vests. he looks like, yeah. He was in jail. I probably would have dated him because <laughs> of that. <laughs> like. Yeah, he know. is He is good looking, uh, but he is like a- yeah. But he's, is he? Okay. But he's, yeah, a terrible person in every way. Yeah. I'm going to have to give him a hot. Uh, sorry, I'm going to have to give him a nod. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my you subconscious. So my unbra- subconscious wanted to give him a heart because of being, um, you but know, you're not, a piece you're of really shit. not going to. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him a knot. I'm going to give him a knot. Brendan? Uh, I give him a pass. I don't think he's, I, I don't know. I don't see what you guys see. So, okay. so I'm giving him a heart with a asterisk of I hate myself and choose Batman, <laughs> except until I marry Would you Andrew. have been Denise Richards? Like, you would have ended up with this guy and um i would love to be denise richards in this um and yes i would have i don't know yeah. i dated a lot of guys in high school that got me in a lot of trouble um sean whalen as weasel uh yeah no oh my god he's so apt, so aptly named weasel like 
Yeah. You know the way, like, yeah, he's been in heaps of things and he was so weaselly in this. Like, he's kind of grown out of it, but Weasel Mm. was, like, the most apt name for I don't know. He kind of still, he looks the same. Like, the last thing I saw him in was... um, But maybe he's uh, grown a bit of weight, so his face wasn't so, like, gauntly weasel. Yeah. The last thing I saw him in was uh, the American Pickle. And he still has that creep. He Fuzzy just has that. that. Cre- yeah, he has that creep vibe. So yeah. it's all in the gums. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna give him a knot. And yeah. there's only one weasel, <laughs> yeah. and his name is Polly Shaw. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Look, I'm literally can- just trying to like make a side by side thing for Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellen Dubin as Helga, the assi- the doctor's assistant. Who is like constantly in like sexy like Aaron peg, Brockovich peg, bras? Her bra yeah. was always hanging out the top of her outfit. Yeah, she either always looked like Aaron Brockovich or Peg Bundy. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. she had totally modelled her whole look on those two. A people, Peg Bundy, yeah. but she was Peg Bundy, played by the actor who plays Janet in The Good Place. Yeah, I could see that actually. They do yeah. look similar. But, and I'm giving her a hot. Yeah, I'm gonna give her a hot. She was yeah. she was she was hot. Even though she also was funny, a piece of shit. she was <laughs> smoking bod and like some definitely like some really brave outfit choices as well. Like mm. And of, comedy chops. I like, found her performance pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved when she kind of like um gate crashed the funeral, just wore a black veil. You know, she, <laughs> she was just there to get the job done. She was just like Yeah. Yeah, so many costume changes. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so finally we have the honor of bestowing something on the, the late Paul Walker. The late Paul Walker, uh, yeah. who is one of my all-time faves. I I'm not even going to put this up for debate. He's a hot for me. Yeah, I'm guessing for you guys as well. If you if you give him a not, I won't even speak to you anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely a hot. <laughs> no one's rocked a midriff like that. I don't know ever if they have. And also, like I said, he just seemed so stupid that it was beautiful. Like, yeah, like oh my a, god, you're turning into Paul. Like a, <laughs> it was like a Labrador or something. Like it was just so yeah. simple and pure. <laughs> this is this is what I mean. Like when I beautiful when and I, dumb. Dumb is attractive. Like this is what I mean by dumb is attractive like he encapsulates <laughs> it so perfectly in this film um like didn't you guys find how thirsty he was was a bit of, like don't you fucking t- dare don't you fucking <laughs> dare even try this friend <laughs> uh, you should be pass. so He's lucky right. for someone He's to right. thirst for you in that way <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know. he he is just like stunning. He's just stunning in every way. He is a great person. Everyone loves Paul Walker. R.I.P. But you'll always be a hot in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Gone, right. but not forgotten. Let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of Tammy and the T Rex from across the interwebs. All right, so this one's from Jeremy Kinney on Letterboxd. And he gives it one and a half stars. And he says, easily my favorite movie where Paul Walker's brain gets put into a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) This one is from JD on Amazon, who gives it five stars. And he says, Walker the T-Rex. I am not saying this movie is five out of five stars because 
If I want to watch a film starring a young Paul Walker and Denise Richards in which one gets his brain implanting into a giant robotic T-Rex, I mean, if that excites you, this movie is a five out of five. To everyone else, say a girlfriend that feels that The Notebook should be watched every Valentine's Day, it may not even receive a number. I hate The Notebook, (laughs) The the Notebook. I hate The Notebook. I love The Notebook. Oh my God, it's so shit. (laughs) I cried no, so I'm much. Like, Yawn. Yeah. Brendan, have you seen the Notebook? I've never watched it. This oh. doesn't it, work. It, this it's so tailored for a certain audience. This it's not is, me. This is. It doesn't work because Paul, you're not a straight man. But I feel like men like it because the woman fucks up and then has to like grovel her way back to him. And I feel like oh. men like that. <laughs> No, okay, I'll watch yeah. it, Lucy. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very wary of straight men that tell you they like the notebook. <laughs> I feel like you need to watch it now, Brendan, and so we can get your opinion yeah, on it. Yeah, we need to do a mini sode of the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Where we like real time, like Brendan has to comment as he's watching it. <laughs> Audio commentary. Yeah. <laughs> We should start a Patreon that could be, like, something for our our listeners. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I love Ryan Gosling, obviously. And Mm -hmm. Thingy's amazing as well, but I fucking hate that movie. (laughs) Well, you're wrong. But anyway, um, this one's (laughs) from- you're wrong! (laughs) This one's from Amazon Customer on Amazon, and they give it one star. And they said, I ordered it thinking I would hate it. It met my expectations. I think this is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sadist. <laughs> yeah. And finally, we have this one from Cinema Void on Letterboxd. He gives it four stars. Um, four stars? I don't know. Well, all right. <laughs> um, all right. <sighs> I gotta breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Ladies and gentlemen, he's already lost it. <laughs> the vein is bulging. Uh, <laughs> it is, look. <laughs> yeah. um, this is like Paul trying to say the synopsis of Bad Johnson. Was it when he could get that out? Yeah. <laughs> deep breath, deep breath. <laughs> okay. I had no idea Paul Walker's brain was alive and living inside an animatronic dinosaur. Sci- <laughs> Science has come a long way. Terrific documentary. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Paul Walker. I, I do love you, Paul Walker, but that yeah. was too. That was too good not to say. <laughs> Now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. So, I'll start. My connection is the late, great Paul Walker, R.I.P., a movie he made in 2001, uh, which has a couple of different names. In Australia, we call it Roadkill. In America, they call it Joyride. Have either of you guys seen this? Yes. I don't know. It sounds familiar. Tell me about it. So, this is a film he made with Steve Zahn and Lily Sobieski, and it's about three friends going on a road trip, and the car that they're in has, like, uh, one of those CV radios in it, and they start talking to truckers, and they start talking to this 
this trucker called Rusty Nail is his call sign and they think he's a bit of a loser so they decide to like mess around with him a bit on there but then Rusty Nail turns out to be a complete psychopath and starts chasing them across like dun, dun, dun. America in his giant truck hunting them down um so it's like a thriller where they're trying to escape this psychotic um uh truck driver and uh it's a lot of fun a really effective uh well-written thriller um it was actually written by JJ Abrams so before oh, he yeah. Uh, yeah. became what he is now so um really fun um there's a scene where rusty nail uh makes paul walker and steve zahn because uh, they have to do his bidding at some point in the film um so he makes them strip down and run around naked which is a very entertaining scene um, yeah i know you love steve zahn <laughs> i actually steve zahn is, is yes is a <laughs> And he's surprisingly like cut in this film, like uh, they both are. So, uh, but beyond the uh, the eye candy of it, it's actually a, a very fun thriller. Um, so I would I would really recommend it. Yeah. Did you like it, Lucy? Yeah, I-, I saw it when it came out, so like a million years ago. So I'd have to give it another watch. But I do remember loving it at the time, and that was definitely when it's sort of like was it nineties. No, no, it was 2001. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like, horror was having its real moment then, I feel. Yeah. Um, And my sister and I would just hire exclusively horror movies, so it was very, (laughs) yeah, we really enjoyed it at the time. All right, so, Brendan, what have you got? Are you sure you want to do me, like, second? Because I feel like you're really going to be excited with my tenuous link. And also, he's just researching it now, so he needs a bit of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm happy with my choice. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This is <laughs> this this uh, this movie was a movie, oh, no. and the movie I'm re- I'm recommending <laughs> is also a movie. No, this yeah. is straight up <laughs> bullshit. You're you're fired. <laughs> Get out. Every time, every time, like I I'm sit down, guys. I think, I research, I look at the backstory, the back catalogs. It's like I recommend poetic justice, and you think you're just gonna like shoehorn in something that you just love and just be like, so, it's all right, a okay, movie. Okay. okay, okay. I watched this movie. Um, so tell me the T Rex. I watched this recently. This movie I also watched recently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You, go on, uh, you dickhead. <laughs> I, I, here's the challenge, Lucy. <laughs> Whatever he recommends, let's find a link in that movie that he recommends that's actually better than the he link done, that he okay. gave. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the game. This is the game now. Okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. The movie I'm recommending is called Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone seen this? Okay. I this actually Pacino? never watched it. Is yeah. This Pacino? Yeah, it is. It yes, is. Yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it. Yeah. I I feel like I'd never seen actual Al Pacino in his prime. I like I know of him as like this meme of himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I actually watched Dog Day Afternoon and uh what's the other one? Have you seen The Godfather? Serico or whatever? No, Serico. I've never seen the Godfather. Yeah. Sepulchre, yeah. I've never seen Godfather. I probably will now because yeah. I actually 
really loved these films I watched, but Dog Day Afternoon was particularly um, one that I thought was really really, amazing. Pacino's like a really celebrated actor. (laughs) Yeah, which I I didn't understand why until I watched (laughs) watched mid seventies Pacino. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You might you might not understand until you see these, and now I do. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, good job, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got a link. Here you go. Ready? This is mine, Paul. Have you got yours ready to go? Uh, not yet. You, oh, you Paul, oh, Brenton, do you want to talk more about Pacino? You talk more about. Well, uh, no, I was just going to say it's a like tr- it's based on a true story. It's uh, exceptionally well acted. The every character is uh, amazingly rich, um, and it's just so compelling. And it goes for like a really long time, but the whole time I was just like immersed in this story and yeah. feeling it the whole time. Um, and shot uh, exceptionally well as well, and I just think it's one that shouldn't be lost to the ages. And who? And I'm is sure it's not, but again? hey, watch it. Uh, Sydney Lumet. Yeah, Lou May. <laughs> what? That's Lou some May. straight up Lou that, May. Sydney Lou May. <laughs> That's some straight up. It's pronounced Bjork. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the link that I found is that uh, Denise Richards was in Empire with John Leguizamo, who was in Righteous Kill with Al Pacino. There you go. Mine was, just, um, mine was just, this is called Tammy and the T-Rex, and that's Dog Day Afternoon, so they've both got, like, animals in the title. Oh, yeah. Even that would have been better. <laughs> well, I'll take your... Uh- your criticisms on board for next time. <laughs> and you'll stuff them in a sack and send them down the river. All right. So, Lucy, what's yours? Okay. So, this was, like you said, a documentary about Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was about a friendship between an animal and a human in some ways. It was, you know, there was a lot of um, Denise Richards. It was a robot. Denise, oh yes, okay, but in- if you're going to heckle mine, I'm going to heckle In yours. the guy, like, in the form of an animal, is that granted, please? <laughs> we'll just run with it. <laughs> okay, so, you know, it was about the relation, well, you know, he, Denise Richards loved this dinosaur. She caressed it, it was her boyfriend, she loved it, and it loved her. So I'm doing the 2020 documentary on Netflix, My Octopus Teacher. Have either of you watched it yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I've okay. had it recommended it to to me by other people as yeah. well. So I don't know if you would like it, Paul. I'm not sure if it's your thing, but I hope it wins Academy Awards. I loved it so much. It's about this um, like nature filmmaker guy who's like a bit fed up with the system and just his life and so he sort of takes a break from from working and blah 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 and he starts diving in this one area of the sea near where he lives every day and he finds this octopus and he visits it every day and they strike up this friendship like the octopus recognizes him and they have this whole interaction and he visits it nearly every day for a year and he sees the cycle of its life and, um, yeah, it's very interesting and very moving and um, uh, what am I going to say? Like visually beautiful, like amazing shot. So, um, yeah, he shot it because that's his um, job. Is He's like a nature documentary guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he filmed the octopus every time he visited it. And, it, yeah, it's like this kelp forest under the sea. It's beautiful. You know, it's like, yeah, really beautiful to look at. And themes of, you know, the environment and conservation and friendship and animals and humans and 
the way that they interact and just also it's just a very small story about this weird friendship that this octopus and this man strike up. <laughs> And there's no like weird sex stuff, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone was going there, it's very, it's actually very moving. And yeah, like I said, I hope it wins awards because I loved it. Nice. And, uh, you know, this year's been a tough year, and it was definitely what I felt like watching at the time. You need something like yeah, that. Yeah. No, and I sounds- guess, man, it's been a tough year because there was bushfires and coronavirus. Uh, and like race wars. Not that I had a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's been, that's that. been the best part. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, sounds like the complete opposite of Tammy the T Rex. So. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, where are we ranking Tammy and the T Rex among the films we've covered on the podcast? I'm going to put it in between Down to Earth and Selfless. So, like, Pretty much bang on halfway. Nice. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw Inside You and Selfless, and I was like, yep, it's above Selfless. Yeah. And I'm putting it there. Yeah. Which so, one's Inside You? Uh, that was the Heather indie thing. one. Yeah, yeah. Heather Thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's, the names are all so similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of me, yeah. Inside You. Yeah. Switchy, switch rat. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like Inside You is like, that's cleverer than a lot of them. I am going to put this in between. This is really hard. Um, I'm going to put this in between the 76 Freaky Friday and all of me. So, wait, the 76 Freaky Friday is above it, right? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) I was like, that's too far. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Velocipasta is what? Six places above that, so yeah, I hate yeah. There's you. a lot of problems yeah. with your list. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much. Actually, you put the philosopher above suddenly thirty. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hell. That is so unbelievably unforgivable. That I can't bear that. <laughs> uh, I I will defend that movie to my dying day. I love it. I feel like rewatching it, actually. I might do that. Um, okay. <laughs> so, next episode, uh, what do you guys think we have in store? I have long foregone guessing. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> no point. In, yeah, and what, what reality were we ever going to guess animatronic dinosaur? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a, uh, a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Switches bodies with a robot dinosaur. I know we've made a joke about this. I think we made a joke about this where um, identical twins swap, but actually that would be great. Someone make that movie because- It would be so confusing. It would be so confusing. It'd be great because I'm sure that's a lived experience by identical twins (laughs) that they could actually explore by being like, hey, we just switched bodies and nobody's noticed. And that's the frustrating thing about being an identical twin. There's not even really like much pressure on them to swap back because they look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm into it. How do so they even know they've swapped? There's no stakes in this film. Like, why are we watching this film? It would be I highly disagree. Mental. I feel like this is a watershed <laughs> Oscar winning film. <laughs> no. Yeah. The so that's what my guess it would is. Elevate the swap genre. Well, you're both fucking wrong. So next week we'll be watching. You asked, Bob. You asked. <laughs> Next week, we will be continuing 
the Denise Richards Film Festival we're having. Oh, God, <laughs> what? What is she doing? <laughs> By watching the 2020 family no, comedy. What? Switch. 2020? Switch is brand new. Brand oh, new. No, Paul, no, not <laughs> Current day, Denise Richards doing another body swap. <laughs> and this one's in a semi-Christian movie. Oh where ty- <laughs> tired of being bullied, Cassandra oh. Evans prays that her nemesis, Katie Sharp, the queen bee of social media, would know what it's like to walk a day in her shoes. Her prayer is answered in an unexpected way when they get switched. So it's not a remake of the HBO classic? <laughs> no. Um, oh, so- that's a shame. Also, is this just turning into a Denise Richards podcast? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Does anyone anyway- get her? Uh- can we get her in as a guest? Oh, please. <laughs> I'm oh, sure. After, after talking it. about how she's dead inside. <laughs> we can ask her, like, why no, are you dead inside? No, I can't. I would not take part. <laughs> I'll have another way to get out of doing that. <laughs> I love how Leave. you're panicked like it's a thing that could happen. Like, you actually think she could be on this podcast. <laughs> this episode, Lucy was a subject for Denise Richards. We said we wanted to get Lindsay Lohan. I should have done that, Imagine Lindsay Lohan came to my house. I don't know why that is so funny to me still. And then Brendan said something along the lines of that he was scared. You'd be should be scared. She was going to break shit. <laughs> I'd have similar fears with Denise at at this point, anyway. I cried. I just cried. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, that's terrible. Thanks for that, Paul. Okay, so yeah, look forward to that. It looks fucking awful. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even going to feign like that it could be interesting or good. I I feel like we're we're due. F- I feel like we're due for one of these episodes. Where we're all completely defeated and upset. So are, are this- you sure? Are you just sure? Have you checked? It's not a Christmas movie because it feels like the Christian thing. It could be some real Christmas vibes in there. It's not a Christmas one. You don't want it's, to save it up. Yeah, for can Christmas. you delay it till December? No, no. We're, I could be dead by then. <laughs> it's definitely not a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have ideas for our Christmas movie this year, so look forward to that. I can't uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so until next time, if you haven't um, reviewed us on iTunes, you're an actual piece of garbage on the ground and I hate you. Um, and Is this working? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, even if it isn't, it's um, it's therapeutic yeah, for me. Yeah, I feel like Paul's really going to get us to those 100 reviews and get us that podcast <laughs> award. He's just really, like, positive energy out into the universe. Just, uh, you are what you, yeah. All right, so until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. And you're all pieces of shit. See you, bye. bye. I love you. Bye. bye. Love you, <laughs> the Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.